everybody welcome back to the pull box pals i am mad or you can call me mark and this is my buddy monk right here and uh sorry if you're with us for about two minutes we experienced some uh, technical <laughs> difficulties you know which is pretty normal at the start of the year so we're not too worried about it we'll get we'll get it worked out yeah, uh but yeah the, it's a uh, new year and uh there's there's still ice on the internet you know it's yeah. it's cold out here they, in the they say you're supposed to leave a little bit of a drip on your internet during the <laughs> winter just to, so it doesn't freeze over you're supposed to leave your internet kind of just running slowly yeah. throughout the night yeah 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 always have some something connected that's just going so uh yeah I mean, but so isn't there something technical. always connected uh probably like like your phone my phone. Actually, I don't use my uh, Wi-Fi on my phone at home. I have unlimited data, and I just live lawlessly. Wow, wow, man. <laughs> yeah, no, you're living out in the West for sure when it comes to data and Wi-Fi. Um, wow. Woo. Um, so, dude, how was uh, <laughs> how was uh, the uh, the break for you? Well, buddy, you know we had a couple of holidays. Uh, my girlfriend and I. There it is. There's the classic pool box uh pals snap um man, i'm starting off the year with a, a mug root beer which is different oh. from uh maybe this year what does does mug root beer have a saying do they have a uh like a that's remember i was drinking brisk and so we kept being like that's comics baby because of brisk does mug have a saying i mean I, so. I have no idea but um i'm now prompted to uh give it a google that give it a little well, google yeah while you're looking that up you asked me uh how my the holidays were so my girlfriend and i uh, every year that we've been together this is our fourth year um this i think was the fifth time that we celebrated hanukkah together neither of us are jewish but we love the sentiment of every night just coming together and reading some passages from the bible and lighting some candles and we did it for uh i think two or three days this week and then just life got so hectic that we just forgot the uh rest of the nights which is a bit of a bummer because i really do love celebrating hanukkah but um yeah christmas was good um you know i would i would love to say uh that the entire holiday season was great, but for some reason, I find myself chain smoking again, which tells oh. me that I had a couple of uh, stressful months. But what are you gonna do? Peaks and valleys. I uh, I did have a good holiday season overall, but boy howdy, we were just running all over Kingdom Come. How about you, buddy? How were how was your time? It was pretty good. I mean, we had the the kids home for their school break, and uh, you know, by the end of it, you you're kind of excited for them to go back to school. <laughs> um but no we pumped we had about their time. education yeah I, i'm really excited for them to get their education going again uh Don't they got a lot ready to, learn, to learn so yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on um, get out there and experience the big world and, and learn but yeah and my daughter's birthday is like two days after christmas so that always actually like puts a little more stress on that you know that window between christmas and new year's of we also have my daughter's birthday um and so. like people are out of town so it's hard to get like birthday parties going so we we ended up throwing her two different birthday parties this year or actually we, technically we did one last year and one this year so um oh, technically yeah, technically um but yeah it was good uh no complaint i read quite a bit i even picked up a an 
I, I've, I've been reading through, I've been well, attempting to read through uh, the Dark Tower series and I'm still on book two. Um, oh gosh. I pick it up every, every so often. Uh, but Everybody's a better reader than me and it makes me uh, no, 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 no! Don't, don't, <laughs> don't do that to me. Don't I'm, put that I'm going to compare. Let's compare. I'm going to. Um, here, uh, see, my problem is that I, I have what some people would call ADHD. Um, my, <laughs> my personal counselor doesn't really like ADHD. He thinks it's uh, a little too mucky to define, and so he doesn't actually like label me as one. But he's like, you do have traits of what people would say. Um, so I. I read, you know, I mostly read comics because they're short and don't require like too much time, like for my yeah. attention. Um, but I always have like a book that I'm reading and I honestly only get through like lit, uh, like a handful of books in the year. Um, but I go through a lot of audibles. So I also have mm. like an audible going, which is also I'm listening to Stephen King's latest book, uh, Fairy Tale. I'm listening to that on Audible right now. Um, and then, yeah, I'm reading that physical copy of the drawing of three of the Dark Tower series and then all, all the comics I've been reading. So, oh, my goodness. I uh, I can't tell you the last time I read a, a book book, which is sad because I've I have two books of poetry and a book of song lyrics. So yeah. I feel like I've <laughs> like betrayed my kin. I'm sorry. Comic books. I mean, they're books, but they also have that word comic in front of them. But speaking of comics, um, should we get into them? Well, I was about to say, let's get into them. But I wanted to ask you this first. Well, maybe we can. We'll save. I want to. Is it about it? I thought I thought I thought you were going to ask me if I found the slogan for mug root beer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We didn't get back to that. Did you? I found it. You ready? What is it? Yes, you you haven't tasted root beer like this in years. You haven't read comics like these in years. Exactly. There we go. That's what we're getting. There's into. the there's the pool box pals season two sign off. The most terrible you, you sign off of podcast like in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's no good. Oh man! But what All were right. you really well, going to hey, ask me? I was going to ask if you got anything like nerdy for Christmas. Like, did you get? Did your kids get you like, I don't know what your kids think that you like Star Wars. So I would imagine that they got you like a little Boba Fett plushie or something. Uh, so my my wife and I kind of have a like, I think this is actually the first year we didn't force our kids to go out and get gifts for people. Interesting. Because we we want them to come to that understanding of the importance of giving. And mm-hmm. uh, at least this is kind of like we haven't talked at length about it, but this is just kind of my take on it. Like I didn't take my son out and say, Hey, you need to get a gift for your sister or like you need to get, get a gift for your mom. Um, I want it. I, I kind of just want him to come to that realization himself. Like he, he does give like to friends and family throughout the year, just kind of at random parts and same with my daughter. Uh, but just the understanding of Christmas is something that I'm, I'm kind of like slow balling with them right now because I want them to like, want to do it out of like their own like volition rather than like say like hey this is what we do and you have to do it um right so i didn't get anything for my kids this year um my wife and i uh we treated each other to a date night um wait did you say you didn't get anything from your kids from my, i thought yeah, you said i didn't i thought you said i didn't get anything for my kids and you just said no, it no, no, no. i didn't get anything uh-huh. for my kids they got no, nothing. no, no. We we, we got we we got them a thing or two. 
Um, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but like no, one, I didn't like from the Adams family. You got a thing. Well, no, damn it. I should have said thing one and thing two from uh, Cat in the Hat. Man, oh. <laughs> I've ruined this podcast for the like third time today. <laughs> and we're barely getting started. So we'll see how it goes. Oh um, one one thing I did get from my from my mom and my stocking, and I don't know if she like realized this or not, um, mm-hmm. but like she got Eli some pretty cool like uh, comic book like socks in his stocking. My socks were the Hanukkah Disney socks, and I don't know if my mom realized that they were the Hanukkah Disney socks. And then something that was really, yeah, something that was really funny that came up about those socks specifically, and just kind of like the the grouping of items that they were selling at the store for Hanukkah is there is like a you know a big upheaval about uh they placed whoever did the store layout just was like you know doing their job trying to get the store layout put together for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And they put the the Jewish Hanukkah items right next to all of like the old school like German tribute stuff. And Ooh. people made a huge fuss about it. And it's like, yeah, I get it. But yeah. at the same time, it's like Shouldn't. I'm pretty sure there was no like intention behind it to yeah. cause this stir. And then for two, it's like yeah, we've we we've been through this ringer and like we're still going through it, but like you know, let's not like make things hot that don't need to be hot anymore. Right. And yeah, it's like these uh these these should like people should be able to be by each other and there not be conflict. But before we stray into waters that are uh way outside of a comic book podcast, yeah. Um, I uh, did you, so no con like nothing uh no comic books like you we both no. treated ourselves to some comics though over the holidays that's true yeah 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 of um, course i guess i sh- i feel like i need to mention this this happened like i think the first week after we went on uh break but i my local comics store they had a black friday sale and they their back issues uh, which they had like easily over 20 full pool boxes of were a quarter a piece. So I got a steal, man. You, oh, my God. So your boy here just went crazy and just sat there and just thumbed malicious, like me- meticulously through meticulously. Like, yeah. Meticulous. Maliciously the, would mean that like you did it. I with, did it like, with malintent. Malintent. Yeah. Yeah. It's like these comics. I'm so angry about them. They're Burn so them all. <laughs> yeah, I could. I could just buy uh, if they're 25 cents. I could warm my house with them. You know, the way yes. gas prices are going soon, we're just going to be warming our houses with old issues of Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, so I ended up walking away and this is, you know, they had sales on like uh, comics that were on the shelves and all that stuff. But uh, and like trade paperbacks, which I picked a couple up of. But uh, I walked away with 50 back issues, over 50 back issues. Um, so and I great. think What's, what do you what do you think the best thing you got was? Oh, that's a really good question. Well, um, I don't know, Mark. <laughs> There's 50 <laughs> of the things and uh, I haven't really thought about it. I organized them all. So I can't even like look over at my pile and be like, you know, thumb through them. I like. We'll have to here. I'll plug my Instagram. Check out that monk guy on Instagram because I posted a lot of what I got there. Um, yeah. One thing that I was really happy about, though, is that they had a bunch of Star Wars. Um, uh, I think it's called it's a IDW. It's called Star Wars Adventures. And I'm yeah. pretty sure they're one offs. 
Is that correct? Like they're it's an uh, anthology series. It's it's more it's I'd say it's more of an anthology series, but like every I think every five issues is a different arc. Okay, that um, would make sense. Because I because there's I actually I pull I pull the Star Wars adventures, um, so I should know. Uh, but uh, IDW is not doing it anymore. They did it last year, and now Dark Horse took over. So well, I got some while they were out. Yeah, so I'm I'm really stoked about that. And then you, what you were telling me, uh, we were on the phone the other day, and you told me about some stuff that you got. Want you tell the listeners about that? Yeah, so I'm not going to go too in depth on this, but uh, and this is something I gifted myself from my wife and I shop because uh, we're we try to be. You know, it's it's a vintage shop, but we try to include some like pop culture things. So we bought these like mystery packs of comics, and mm-hmm. they each come with ten in it. And uh, so for me, it didn't it didn't cost what we're selling it at. But um, I I will just say I got each issue for a dollar. Um, and and so like I went through, and they say that inside the pack, like the actual like current value of each pack ranges between I think. Forty and sixty-five dollars. So you kind of take a gamble on getting one. Um, yeah. And I got one that was just below forty, I think, because I I went through it and uh, I found the value, like the current value for each one. And I had two. Actually, I have two of them right next to me. Um, I'm not going to show them because I have I have a, I have a oh. video that I'm working on that's going to post it. Oh. So uh, yeah, so it'll come that. out. But two two of them actually came out like to kind of help me increase that value one of them was worth eight dollars and one was worth nine dollars um which was essentially half of the overall value of the pack but then i also had like a free comic book day one in there you know those are free but its current value is two dollars and i was like yeah i mean it's a win so yeah hey that's uh that's in the green baby um so i don't know man you want to get into some of the stuff that we read over the time well, yeah, um, but, you know, since we are the pull box pals, do you want to talk about the issues you got this week that you're excited about or that you will be getting? Because I, I, you, you weren't able to make it to your shop today. Is that correct? No, I wasn't. Unfortunately, I, I just got home from work not long before we attempted to jump on to this multiple times. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that that being said, I do know some things that are coming out this week, uh, specifically two things that I'm pretty stoked about. Um, I actually have uh, issue number two of one of them sitting right here with me because that was one of the things I read over break. It is specs number two and coming out today is specs number three. Um, This is from Boom Studio. This is David M. Mower, Chris Sheen and Ronan Stevens. Uh, I'm really enjoying this comic, man. I think this comic does. One thing, if you've listened to the first season of the podcast, you'll hear me talk about this idea of kind of really just encapsulating what comics used to be just this fun silly story that you just get plopped in the middle of this oh there it is did you start reading it no i just pulled it out of the bag i still got my bag which which issue is or i mean which uh is that number one no that's the new one oh is it okay great yeah Yeah. because i haven't even seen the cover so did you read number one and number two yet yeah Oh, big fan you're saying it I, wait. <laughs> you're saying it oh, I, I took Will it down wait? i i had it up here behind me um but i i guess i took it down to put the were you waiting for me display. to uh finish my my spiel about it before you went off on it yeah 
yeah i just <laughs> i think it's well good good i think it's a uh, like i said very reminiscent of you know what early comics were about and uh just yeah just this and kind of just telling a fun story in a in a weird world you know yeah um, no, yeah the, the so, concept of it it's it's really good like i i remember when issue one came out and i talked about this but it's like I remember as a kid, like seeing those type of things in the back of a comic book or in the back of a magazine. It's like send in your four ninety nine and get these X ray glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it did. It brought up a bit of like nostalgia, but then it brought this nostalgia into a what if scenario. And that's that's really for me like what is driving this series so far. I mean, it's only uh, issue three is coming out, so we're not like super far into it by any means, but. It is just a really well thought out story. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to dig into number three. I'll probably end up reading that tonight because it's one of the ones I'm watching for the most. So, uh, yeah, same here, man. I'm very excited to go pick it up. I probably won't be able to get it tonight. I'll probably go tomorrow, but I'm very excited to to get my hands on it. And just for those of you who um, might not be familiar with the comic, it's just about these two boys in uh, high school in the 90s i love that comics are set in the 90s so much now mostly because i think it's a it's a reason to not have cell phones because yeah. of a lot of the issues in like comics if they had cell phones would probably be different or at least yeah. like the internet you know because in specs this comic that we're talking about there's two boys that um buy these glasses that um they whatever they wish they get um and the some stuff happens because of that some people disappear and some of the wishes that they the way that they phrase them really affect which is um yeah which is is interesting and it's kind of it feels like a monkey paw you know what that is yeah like yeah you you make a for our younger listeners who might have not watched the uh, brady bunch or know where uh where i don't even know where a monkey paw comes from i would i know it from the brady bunch anywho it's just this (laughs) idea of you know uh you think you're going to get what you want but then it kind of it has a a dark twist on you and and yeah yeah well you know that uh jordan peele's production company is called monkey paw no i didn't know that yeah so that means he can only do three according to uh according to um the brady bunch laws Yeah, so I mean, he did Nope, he did Get Out, and he did uh, Us. And, he's done. Uh, I don't. He's done. He did it. Um, wow. But no, he actually, I, he talked about it. He was on Armchair Expert like a few weeks ago, and he talked about like where Monkey Pod comes from, and he gave kind of a brief rundown. And I think it does have like African American like roots to it, or even just like straight African roots to right. what the Monkey Paw is, but. Uh, I'm not I'm not well versed enough to continue speaking more into it other than like go listen to his podcast on armchair expert and he'll he'll talk about it there Um, monkey paw. But yeah, the series. Yeah, I just I really do enjoy it. Um, So also remember this in, in issue one, the kids, they didn't buy the glasses. They talked about buying the glasses and then the glasses showed showed up up. on their doorstep at like three in the morning or something like that mystery Um, upon mystery yeah so there's there's some layers to this series um but yeah i'm excited for that one um another one that came out today for me that i'm very excited about is issue eight of bloodstained teeth um i've really the the more this series goes on the more i'm liking it 
like the first the first volume issues one through five they were kind of like slow rolling but it you can tell now that like we're into volume two that like they had to like set up this big world because they have more plans to continue on so i don't i don't know how mm -hmm. far uh they plan to extend this series i don't know how far ongoing it is or if it's limited i haven't that's not something that comes to memory for me but um i'm really digging it it's a it's a fresh take on uh just vampire lore um and kind of modernizing it or at least integrating it into modern culture and just how we treat our things like cell phones and all that um mm -hmm. how we do social media all of it um so i i really really like it oh i guess here it says that there's going to be 10 um issues so i guess possibly only two two volumes but like we'll 10 see. in total yeah um Okay. So it's, but it's getting it, close it, it, to wrapping up. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, yeah. Like it could get picked up for another run though. Um, right. but we'll, we'll see. Um, but I'll, I'll look more into that. So I'm excited about bloodstained teeth. Yeah. It follows this character named Atticus Sloan, who, uh, he turns humans into what are called sips. So they're not like generational vampires. They're like turned into vampires by an actual vampire. Mm. Um, and he's essentially selling that to people. So it's like, if somebody wants, if a, if a, like one of the people he, uh, can like changed into a sip was a social media star and she wanted like more flair or whatever for her social media. Yeah. Um, and so that's why she wanted to turn another guy just wanted to be immortal uh, but the whole Mortal. purpose, the whole purpose of this and why it's called bloodstained teeth is because Atticus Sloan uh, was doing this kind of under the, the radar of like the mm -hmm. elders and the elders don't approve of like making sips. And so right. they they told him he has like 30 days or something like that to kill all the sips that he's made. And like that's what the series is about. But then mm. in issue six, they kind of threw in this curveball, which had a guest artist and it focused in on a character that we met towards the end of the first run um and that whole issue is about like her and she is a sip as well but she's like using it for a purpose because she's a doctor and she's trying to save a bunch of people um and so like now she's also become this other like plot line in the series of while atticus sloan is going and trying to kill all these sips she's trying to do something else entirely. And so it's kind of two things are getting told in the same story and it's, I'm really enjoying it. And the covers nice. are fantastic. I mean, I really like the new one. I'm looking at it on the screen, but I'll pull it out of my bag here so you can see it. I'm happy that you're enjoying it. Cause uh, I believe our buddy Kyle over at the uh, comic book player is it Kyle. He was uh, saying that he was, I think he was starting to get a little sour on this. That's yeah. a great cover. Yeah. The cover is amazing. Wow. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, but you're but, you're yeah. you're still riding that wave. You're enjoying it. I'm, I'm still riding the wave, and I'm enjoying it. And like I said, like I I enjoy it more now than I did when it first started. And because nice. uh, it just like the first, and I if you go back a few episodes too, whenever I talked maybe about like th issue three or issue four, I was saying like it's just becoming like repetitive. Because mm. because like each issue is just like yeah, Atticus Sloan goes out and kills a sip and but now it's not it's not so much in that realm but it's still 
kind of like the primary plot line is that Atticus Sloan is supposed to be killing Sips, but now it's diverged into other plot lines. As you well. feel like it's developing it a little bit more, developing the world a little bit more. Yeah. So, cool. so yeah, that's, like that's another one I'm excited about. You got another one you're excited about this week? Just to say real quick on that one, I feel like that's going to be one of those ones that when it finishes, you're going to be like twisting my leg to, to read. And I should, it's, <laughs> it's, it's from aftershock, right? Is that no, correct? it's image image okay yeah um which is totally fine uh which is totally i'm like i'm saying it like I, somebody did something wrong i'm like no 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 it's okay it's okay to be from image um yeah uh the <laughs> other one that i am excited about getting uh this week was i just took a chance picking this up i um which is silly because i actually have read something before by this author and um i i uh it is uh what is it called oh my goodness i'm stuttering and stammering eat the rich do you remember oh, i yeah. talked about the comic eat the rich well that was from sarah gailey yeah and it is called this one is called know your station okay um, and have you have you not heard anything about this do you are you unfamiliar with this i am unfamiliar with that one please tell me i will so this man i don't know what about i there seems to be a trend with me that I really like we're stuck in space and I have a drug problem because uh, <laughs> dark beach was that. And I really enjoyed that. And this is uh, beginning to look like that. And and I'm really appreciating it. But the, uh, the situation from what I can understand and what I can remember, I only read it once and I, I wanted to dive back into it before we got back into this. But uh, what are you going to do? So there is a I'm not going to be able to get any names on any of the people or the things, but there is a space station. This is set in the future that is essentially just housing rich people that escaped Earth. And I can't remember if Earth is destroyed or not, but they're not on Earth. Okay. And essentially all the poor people just kind of work as just people on the ship. So they work as, you know, the people that do blah, 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 blah. And you're essentially your whole purpose of if you're lower classes in service of the rich, which, you know, yada, yada, capitalism, it seems like it's relative to actually how society does play out. So it's cool to be put into this little um, system. Uh, but our main character, whose name, again, I completely forget, she has this, I mean, there's an AI that runs throughout the whole ship and she is, you know, very buddy, buddy with it, which is really nice. Um, because there is a lot of dialogue in this comic, but it's a lot of quick back and forth and just fun banter um, and not like long lists about like alien species and wars and, and stuff like that. Um, but there's this thing that she gets injected to her called blue, and it's not really clear what it does to her. It seems like it gives her a little bit of like a psychedelic trip, relaxes her, um, but she's trying to quit it and she can't. Um, and she is a detective on this ship and there are rich people being murdered. So she has to try to figure all that out. So all this is happening. Uh, it was a really fun read. The art is really good. And do you want to know what my favorite thing about it was Mark? What was it? What was your favorite thing? Tell me. It was the fact, and this is like no shade at anybody, but it was so nice to read a, a female writing a female. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, we've, uh, talk we've talked about that before, and it's... Uh... It's definitely a real thing. It was super yeah. nice to read this comic because at no point um, is she sexualized. Is she, like, shown as having, like, 
being torn up over a boy or like anything like that. It's just a cool story about and it's I think sometimes you get like I'm a bad at when guys write girls. It's like I'm a badass chick. I'm like so masculine and just like, well, that's cool and that's great. And I want to celebrate those type of women. But I would love just the more feminine look at it. and again it's not even like it's about femininity or anything like that it just feels like it's genuinely written from that perspective yeah um, and i've and i feel like it's just hard to encapsulate that if you don't know what it's like to be in those shoes you know it's it's right i, I would have a hard time writing about um you know an, an african person who lives in you know ethiopia or something like that because i've i've never <laughs> experienced like that you know it's not my world um yeah this is actually pretty fresh, a pretty fresh thought for me because I I've been keeping up with uh, census on comic comicsology. Yeah, me too. I just and, uh, uh, it, and it, did you read the latest issue, issue four? I, I did, and it was the you know he had to steal the parade for the Black Pride Month and right. not get them to go a different route or whatever, and uh, it was all to like please these ghosts who he thought he was helping because they hadn't moved on yet. Right. And he is like, look, like, look what your heritage has become, you know? Yeah. And then they're both, they're all three just sitting there like, nah, now nah, we're good. We kind of enjoy being here and just watching movies all day or whatever they were doing. Yeah. And I was just thinking yeah. like, man, whoever wrote this, it had to have been such a struggle to like put yourself in different, I guess, racial mindsets. And like, yeah, because I, I was kind of like dying of laughter while I was reading it. Yeah, it's I. I'm glad that you brought it up and I'm glad that you're reading it because I um, over the past couple of days got caught up on I read issue three and four and man, it is so good. It is the yeah. the like the writing is spectacular. The jokes are funny and it also like has genuine heart. I was uh, going to text again. One of our buddies from uh, the comic book lair um, is reading. It. I think it's Kyle and and just be like, man, this thing like took a total like shift. I felt like it was very like, like, ha ha, this is silly. What a serious, like silly thing. And then in issue three and four, he was like, man, I want to like help people. I want to help these people who are, you know, out here living in this world kind of squandered to the edges of society. And I think that that was really cool. And it's, it's, it's so nice that kind of, you know, what you were talking about is pointing at that, the white you know, the white guilt and trying to make amends, but not really being able to know how to do that because we can't relate, but also knowing that this struggle is like, there's an earnestness within people to try to make amends and to try to do things correctly. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, man, we keep getting into topics that are so comic books, but I say that. <laughs> and then like the whole reason that the X-Men existed were, was an allegory for racism you know yeah so it's not that comic books don't belong in the sphere of saying something about the world it just is how does it set you know and i think census is doing a very good job of just being like how do we how do we coexist how do what does it mean for different people to to walk among each other you know so i'm i'm yeah. glad that you're on that man that's a it's definitely a, a darn good read yeah and i mean i'm in, i'm enjoying quite a bit that's on comiXology but uh we don't need to get into more of what's on there because there's a lot of great stuff um but uh man what uh where was i going with this oh i wanted to tell you that i am now a firm believer with you 
and that uh, a series of four issues is like the perfect amount of issues for like an arc. Woo. Lots of people are coming around on this. And by lots of people, I mean, I think maybe one guy again from the comic book. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm standing my grounds. And, you know, I, I was actually thinking about it. I'm like, maybe five is better. But um, I read a comic here. Uh, and I'm sorry, I'll let you finish what you were saying. That was only three. I'm like, no, that was too short. I'll take yeah, one more, three, please. Three is too short. Um, but no. So and then again, one of our buddies from Comic Book Lair is also reading what I'm about to talk about. So I'll be interested to see what he has to say. But uh, a calculated man wrapped up with issue four. Oh, man. Um, that's so, OK. If you're I looking right, it's right over my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and my goodness, like when that I didn't actually know. Uh, oh, Ray, Ray says four issue runs. Let's go. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it was just so well done. And like when you got to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray, comic book dad. Yeah. Yeah. The, the com um, our comic book, buddy, our comic book buddy, the comic book dad from the comic, from book, the Lair comic book Lair. Yes. yes. <laughs> do you, do you like comic books? Um, <laughs> so thank you so much for being here, man. I yeah, appreciate man, thanks that. Thanks for joining us. Um, but yeah, the whole story was just so well done. And like when issue four happened, I was just like kind of like jaw dropped by the end of it because I wasn't really expecting like the ending to be the way that it was. And I, I've talked about it in past episodes, but the premise is, is that Jack Beans is a guy who used to uh, work for the mob. He was the accountant for the mob. He's also like a mathematical genius. And uh it's also set up that he can't tell a lie and uh, he remembers everything, which uh, I, I think, yeah, I think that's true. Um, and so this whole series is about him. Like he, it opens up with him killing somebody from the mob and he's in witness protection. And so he has his wet sack protection people that he has to like talk with. But the only reason he started going after the mob is because they found him. Uh, he saw he saw one of the goons like walk by a coffee shop that he was sitting in or whatever. And so he's like, oh, obviously they're on to me. And he's like, the only way that I like make it out of this alive is if I take down the entire mob. And it's actually like two different like gangs uh, that make up uh, maybe even three uh, that kind of make up this mob that I'm loosely using. Um, and he does it. So like by the end of the series, he's, he's completed it. But like what the interesting thing was by the end of it is that it turned out that he had planned the whole thing since the time he was seven years old <laughs> to take down the mob. Yeah. Um, wow. and it was just like, it was such just like a comical, like exciting relief, like at mm -hmm. the end of it where you're just like, Oh my gosh, like you kind of felt played just like the, his old marshal that was over him who had just retired by the end of it. And he's the one who like found out about this secret of Jack's that he like, uh, it wasn't true that he didn't lie. He, he was telling all these lies to make people think that he couldn't lie. Um, ah. but it just wrapped up so well. The whole series was super exciting. I really, That's really the best lie it. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, huh. so uh, I think the trade paperback comes out next. Well, actually, I don't know. It's Aftershock, and I know they're on their delays, so I'm not going to yeah. say any dates, but I know that the trade paperback for it's going to come out soonish. And uh, and yeah, 
like I, I totally suggest if you're, if you want an exciting read, that's like fun, like the art's good. Um, it matches the story super well. There's all just these different like relations that Jack beans has throughout the series that are just like you, you fall in love with Jack beans throughout, throughout the series. And I, I think that that's what like a good comic can do for its protagonist is like, make you fall in love with the character. Um, I honestly hope that we get to see more of Jack beans, uh, but I feel like it was pretty popular, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they brought it. Uh, I'm definitely going to pick up the trade paperback because if it's four issues from Aftershock, I would imagine again if 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 it comes out from Aftershock, um, I would imagine it's going to be relatively cheap. But uh, good to see you too, Ethan. After yeah, what's uh, up, Ethan? The holiday. Thank you for swinging on by. Um, yeah, I I uh, actually this is might be the perfect segue to tell you this, Mark. Um, what's that i what you gotta tell me if i might need to start listening to your recommendations more because <laughs> over uh over the holiday break i got into a little book i'm not sure if you're familiar with it um i'll let you <laughs> I'll, I'll ask if you've ever heard this book called the a righteous thirst for vengeance um yeah yeah mark yeah, why yeah, did we... you not tell me about this book i don't I, understand well, I... what happened it must have slipped I... my mind man i'm so sorry <laughs> I really apologize. <laughs> Read the whole series, didn't say a word about it, and here you are just now finding out. <laughs> oh no, man! I um, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make Mark happy, and I'm gonna read this comic. And I just like, <laughs> I just flew through it, man. Like it's yeah. such. I mean, there's so little dialogue, and it's it's such a great like it's it's good storytelling. You know, yeah, like it doesn't need it's the it does what I think a lot of six issues or five issues should do is it tells a really good story, but it doesn't need to like tell you everything, you know? Yeah, you just need to know it's important. It needs to be interesting enough. And if it's obviously if this, you know, it can't continue kind of because of how it ends. But if it wanted to, you could definitely expand this world and even keep it in the same style where it's just one story after another where there's little where the art is more important and the narrative is carried mostly by illustration you know i yeah i love it um so well and like you're kind of left wondering too like what is the meaning of the title until you got to the last issue and then it's like okay like yeah a righteous thirst for vengeance like actually like makes sense for the series but the whole series overall i mean like like a really really good comic like to me you're not going to remember a lot of the dialogue but you're going to remember like how the panel was laid out mm -hmm. at the very least and like so much of the imagery in righteous thirst for vengeance still stands out like uh i, I remember i think it's issue four maybe uh <laughs> where i talked and if you go back a few like to the episode when i talk about it just about how like real it was when it came to using nudity throughout the run and it's just like the antagonist the you know the dirty like it, rich man is just sitting there like sprawled out like on a right. boat surrounded by beautiful women and it was just so like real but like gross at the same time right and it, it didn't portray the human body in like a sexy way it just portrayed it in a real way and yeah not that the human body can't be real sexy but in that this instance and in the sake of like aiding the story is it just needed to be real and like grounded and gritty so 
you always talk about with the art of this comic, how you think of the opening panels and how, you know, you can hear that sound in your head. The image and the sound that's stuck in my head, I think, is an issue six where they're making the shrimp tacos. And yeah, I just can hear I can hear like the guy cutting them up on the grill and like like and all that well, stuff. And that's just, it, you like, know, I, I we got to shout him out. But the, the artist for it was Andre uh, Lima Arahu, I think. Yeah, I don't, I'm not I'm not sure how to say his name specifically. Yeah, Andre Lima Arahu. Um, just point that but out. Down there it's just. The he is such a great artist and like he he has such a i i guess just like a talent with realism in his art um i've mm -hmm. watched a few videos of him like drawing his art for like other series that are like coming out and yeah. man that guy is just so talented um so yeah i will definitely be watching for really anything that he draws i actually yeah. i i did end up with something of his i don't think i have it in reach i'll have to I'm gonna have to like look back yeah. through. Maybe I'll talk about it another time. But yeah, and then him and Rick Remender are just a great team in general. Yeah, because yeah. I think they also did uh, they did Deadly Class. I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, if they did, then I'm I I've heard good things about Deadly Class, and I've contemplated reading that as well. So that might be something I have to pick up on uh, Comicsology. But but Mark, we've talked like a trillion times about. Uh, a righteous thirst for vengeance and i have a f maybe this will be the end who knows probably who not. knows um <laughs> but what did come to an end i believe right is uh sacrament is yes correct yes so sacrament over my uh, right shoulder here um issue five came out a couple weeks ago i i think i sat on it for before i read it um but it, it really was just everything you would hope it to be. And, you know, it described itself as being a cross between uh, the poltergeist and uh, um, alien. And mm -hmm. it really did kind of like live up to that example. The whole story overall was just like incredibly exciting. Like you're dealing with like a priest who's kind of losing his faith, but he's been called to do an exorcism. But most of the galaxy, because it is like a galaxy setting now, uh, mm -hmm. people left Earth like nearly a thousand years ago and haven't gone back. Um, and he's being called to do an exorcist, but like religion, religion's also like forbidden. So if you're caught doing like religious acts, uh, you get taken up by what would be the empire uh, in, in this universe. And, uh, and so you kind of go through this kind of dark night of the soul with the main character. Um, and then like his little see Ray, thanks for stopping by. Um, I was taking a big vape rip and I didn't get to say bye. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like again, it's just another one where like the story and the art match up super, super well. Like the concepts are like tangible, like you can hold on to them and like issue to issue is just exciting because you didn't really know what you're going to get next, but you did know that by the end of it, uh, there was going to be some resolve with the main priest and, uh, that this demon that he had to go vanquish would be vanquished. The whole journey was, is like, how, how did they get there? Um, and it, it really was just well done. I don't want to give too much away cause it's still a pretty fresh comic. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, I, I get, I feel like I gave too much away on a calculated man, but I don't really care cause it's worth <laughs> reading regardless of how much you know about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it is like sacrament is also very, very dark. So if you like dark comics, um, 
that that one is right up your alley i promise you there you go yeah well, what sick, else man. have that... you been reading well i uh i think the last one that i want to shout out um is we since i guess we're talking about dark comics um so this is nobody's girl okay um, and uh this is i'm let me open it up see if i can get the names out of this it's um from sumerian and it's all in black and white which i really appreciate i love a good black oh, and yeah. white comic um and so this story kind of reminds me of may's book when we read that uh a while back yeah uh i'm not finding the names of uh oh there we go uh uh, Damien Connolly and the artist is Matasan San Juan. And it's uh, so it was translated by Anna Shadowcat. I didn't see it. So I guess this is uh, probably, um, I guess, Spanish or something like that. I don't I don't know. But that's really cool. Um, but so it's about a teacher who seems to. And again, this is set in the 90s, um, have a porn addiction. And so, again, this is a little crass and a little dark here. So just a little bit of a, a maturity warning. Um, and he watch he rents a video from a video store. And in the video, there's like a girl who like looks like she's like being held hostage and, you know, being. Um, yeah, just not good things happening. And so they, he takes the video back to the store and he's like, you know, what the hell's wrong with this? Um, yada, yada, yada. And then um, they, they're like, oh, man, you just got pranked. Like, this is nothing. Don't worry about it. But he's haunted by this. And he, like, sees images of the girl, like, wherever he looks. And um, he ends up, someone ends up uh, getting a hold of him. And they start trying to track down this girl together. Um, I read issues one and two. It's very enjoyable. It's very heavy. Um, I would imagine that it's kind of covering some like more mature stuff and more like, yeah, adult themed, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just not expecting it. I just grabbed it because, you know, me, I like to grab the first two issues and if they're good, then we're off. But uh, and so that's what I did. And yeah, so um, I would definitely check it out. But it is definitely, um, you know, for lack of a better word, triggering um yeah i've just you you yeah it's it's you want to go into it with uh yeah just being like okay this is going to be exploring some stuff some stuff right on um but yeah and i i've read some other stuff i i got caught up on um canary i'm trying to think if there was anything else that i i read that really stood out to me um there was some stuff that i read but nothing that like it was like mm, i I'm, I'm not feeling overwhelmed to share it but uh how about you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, let's see. There, I, there's two things I need to talk about. Um, let's hear it. Two well, two different uh, series, I guess. Um, mm. One of them is is that I saw that the DCU app or whatever, not DCU, just the DC Infinite or whatever it is. Or yeah, I think yeah, it is I called DCU called. Infinite, maybe. Um, Who knows? They, uh, I get they put up like issues that you don't have to have a membership for to read. And one mm. of the ones that they put up was called um, just just imagine if Stan Lee created the DC universe. And so Stanley actually wrote. Yeah, Stanley actually oh, wrote wow. this. And each issue is like oh, his right. origin story for those characters. I didn't finish both volumes. I got through the first one, which had like the first one was like Batman and then like Wonder Woman and Superman, I think Green Lantern and maybe the Flash. It's like mm. your main five. 
I guess. Um, and it really was like reading like the origin story of Spider-Man or the origin stories, uh, you know, that Stanley's like known for, like just the way that it was done, the way that he like brought it to life. Um, it, I, I will say it wasn't like believable for me just because like, <laughs> you know, it was hard for me to separate the world of Stan Lee and, and, uh, DC and Marvel, uh, because sure. they're all just so like solidified over time. Um, but they, they was like fun to read. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm not saying everybody should go out and like find it and read it, but like, that's just kind of like, you know, some comic book nostalgia of, you know, what if Stan Lee did this? instead of dead. so cool yeah Something so else. i yeah so uh, i don't know if it's still available on the app or not i haven't i haven't checked um but i i know that when i when i found it i had seen an advertisement saying like this is available now to read for free from this date to this date and i think i think it is i, I don't know i think it is off now i don't think you can read it anymore i think it was last weekend was when you could pick it up so um there's that. But then I also just wanted to give a shout out to um, what I posted about recently. Uh, Cover the Dead with Lime. Woo! Um, so if I you read like my post, you already know, but like my shop for whatever reason, and I haven't really like dug in with them about like why, uh, but anytime I try and get something from Blood Moon Comics, it never shows up. Um, and uh and then over break, Jonathan Chance, the writer of Cover the Dead with Lime, reached out to me and asked if I wanted to read them. Um, it was I don't, I don't really know like why he reached out to me. I haven't asked him that, but I, I've kind of been chatting with them a little bit more. So maybe I will ask him. But yeah, I was like, yeah, dude, I'd love to read them. So he sent me the first three issues and I went through them in like an evening. And it was just so amazing like to me, like this small indie group, you know, it's just a team of four people that put this comic together and uh, everything just was so in sync. Like the art mm. with the pencils and the inks was just absolutely matching the tone of the prose. And then when the guy who did the color, whose name I, I can't, maybe it was felt felt felit or something like that. Um, he came in with the colors and very much like created that soundtrack that you like to see with mm. colors while you're like reading through a story. Um, and yeah, like I just loved it so much. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get my hands on issue four, but uh, there's also just such a limited amount that an indie can put out. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'm going to try and see if I can get my hands on them, but uh basically and i think i've told you already what it's about but it's uh, it's about a plague that happens in the mid 1600s in england and all these rats come on ships that are seem all broken down like nobody survived on the ships and they infect the population with a new plague and then some people who uh, become infected they turn into zombies <laughs> And in the opening scene, though, you have Jack Teller and his son. They're just enjoying a day out fishing on the docks. And then when they finish up fishing, that's when, like, the first ship rolls in. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Teller becomes the main protagonist of the story, and he ends up becoming a plague doctor. But in a way, he's kind of, like, written uh, kind of like a Batman of the 16th century. 
or something. Interesting. Or something, I guess. Like yeah. he, he, he clearly has like a, a purpose of vengeance in what he's doing. And the comic goes back and forth between like the early days of the plague versus where he is now. And he like basically just goes around as like kind of this Batman type character taking on like walking dead type situations. Mm. Um, That's pretty and, dope. And also at the same time, trying to save people who are not infected uh, from being eaten by the zombies. Uh, yeah. So it is, it's very exciting. The art's super good. They do multiple covers for each issue too. And they are all outstanding. Like they're ah. just wonderful covers. Uh, so yeah, if you're interested, I'd, I'd suggest just like going online and looking at the covers. I'm pretty sure they're all available on the website. Um, but yeah, if you can get your hands on that, I definitely recommend hopping on. That's awesome. Yeah, man. That's yeah. I, f I feel like we had a, a good, a good time, a good time, comic time. I've, I definitely felt that over this break because I was thinking back past this next year. Or I was I was thinking back, you know, over the last year with comics, and I was just like, you know, I feel like I read a lot, and I there was a lot of like hit and miss stuff in there, but like just you know, um, I just want to quickly say this: I finished uh, reading "Do a Power Bomb." Uh, quick oh, note: yeah. that's God. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hey God. Hey God. <laughs> um, but uh, that was a really good story, and I started reading another um, book by the same author, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson, um, Fal uh, Murder Falcon. Um, I started reading that oh, yeah. didn't get too far into it, and I really was enjoying that. Um, the senses, specs, a righteous thirst for vengeance. I just, yeah, I was just really happy to read a bunch of just fun comics over the over the break, and I'm really looking forward to see what this year has. I think it's going to be some good stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this year. Um, I know that there's a lot of good stuff coming out down the road. None of it's coming out the top of my head, but um, do you have any uh, like comic book goals? What's your comic book goals? Um, my comic oh, book goal, point. honestly, this year is to reduce the amount of comics I'm reading. <laughs> so that, but it's or it's to, more. Uh, for one, yeah. How for do you one say to, that? Say, to like refine to, it to, to kind of well, like what there's a few reasons behind it. For one, like I'm trying to not spend as much money on comics this year. Um, and then for two, I want to focus in on like a certain amount of like series that I'm reading rather than just have like a shit ton of them all at once and then focus yeah. more on like getting trade paperbacks, yeah, uh, once like an arc has finished. Um, so that that's kind of like a a two in one goals like spend less money and uh subscribe to less comics but then still like keep on top of comics through things like comiXology and just buying trade paperbacks instead of buying issue to issue so nice i one thing for me that i really want to do this year is start to like get on um what are those called they're um like the comics version of uh patreon of like supporting comics via like um, they have it's called like stacks or something. Substack. Like, Substack. No, not Substack. Thank you. Wait, oh, is no. it isn't Substack a a sub shop? You stack no, up subs. Su you know, I I'm too intrigued. But uh just real quick, we got a, a new friend here from Mick Thomason. What's up? He sent me here tantalizing Tony. I would assume that that is our good buddy Anthony Blackwell Jr. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for uh 
for coming here via his recommendation. Tony is the best. We we're still using his platform, so thank you so much to Tony. Um, go check out the I uh, uh, ABJ, the uh, Anthony Blackwell Jr. podcast. Um, but hey, man, how do you feel? I, I know our our buddy, our longtime good pal Mick just popped in, but uh, how do you feel about landing this bird? We should land this bird because it's 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 about time to wrap up. It's about time for you to go bowling and for me to go to I sleep. Gotta, I got to roll some rocks tonight. Yeah, that's right, baby. That sounds like you're a crack dealer. <laughs> but whatever, <laughs> you do, man. No judgment here. Whatever feeds your yep. kids. Um, but hey, I just wanted to say a quick shout out. We already said thank you to Anthony. He's the best. So make sure that you check out uh, all of his podcasts. Big shout out to uh, my friend Tori, who did the new art that you will be seeing everywhere. It's kind of behind us in our video stream, but it's on our Facebook. It should be on like on wherever you listen to it on podcasts. It's the new image should be there. Um, we're really we loved it. We're stoked on it. So thank you so yeah. much, Tori, for doing that. Thank you, Tori. Um, and then let us know what you thought of that new intro music, because yeah. uh, yours truly made that intro music. Worked so, real hard uh, on it. Proud of you. Yeah. Should we finish with it? Should we should I hit should I say our our new saying and then I'll go back into that and we can just end with that? Is that how Yeah, let's do, do it. All right. Well, Mark, it's so good to be back with you, buddy. I imagine that we're gonna be back around the same time next week. That's right. Uh, yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, uh you ain't ever read a comic like this before. <laughs>